Hello and welcome. This is the Bariatric Eating Real Talk podcast and I'm Susie Shaw. If you are new to our podcast, the topics that we talk about here often stem from discussions and live chats that have happened in our Facebook-based support groups. It's real support for post-ops by people who are actually post-ops, and that actually matters if you want to have surgery or if you have had weight loss surgery. Experience counts. Um... Today I'm recording this on a Thursday, and they usually go live the same day, so I'm hoping that it's going to be live in time for the weekend, but the timing for today's episode is actually part of the the message. It's about the weekends, Um, and the weekend is coming, and it's not like a special weekend or a long weekend or anything like that, but for many who are trying to lose weight, the weekend is usually our hardest couple of days. It's a break in our normal routines, and then there's usually a social obligation that might be exciting or even kind of a little bit dreadful. But um, Saturday and Sunday happen once a week, every week, and it is totally possible, as we all know, to completely undo a week's worth of exercise and on-point eating in just two short days. Now, of course, that's not real weight you see on Monday mornings when the scale goes up and your pants feel a little bit tight, but um, why spend half your week undoing that, you know, water weight and whatever else it is um, from your bad eating on Saturdays and Sundays, and then tackling the rest of what you are already working hard to accomplish every single day. Um, It's kind of a bit of a yo-yo, isn't it? And that's a lot of the reason why a lot of us who had surgery had surgery to get away from that yo-yo diet. So I wanted to present a couple ideas that might help give you some tricks to handle the weekends or social events without shutting yourself off from the world and just skipping them while you're losing weight because that's just no fun. But first, I want to remind you of something. And just like anything, and um, it's a big topic that we've talked about in pretty much every episode, it's, it all comes down to a choice. And our choices on the weekends are just that. They're still choices. We have the power to make the choice to stick with our plan and to eat right and exercise Monday through Friday. So why wouldn't we make that same choice on Saturdays and Sundays? What's so special about those two days? I also want to remind everybody too that no one's perfect. We're not asking anybody perfect and we don't expect anybody to be be perfect. Everyone stumbles, everyone slips up, everyone chooses a choice that might take them away from success every now and then. What I am saying with this message today is um, something that I've said in most of our episodes so far is that success comes from consistency. All of what we're doing after weight loss surgery is to rebuild a lifestyle and create habits that support a different way of life. It's more than just calories and trips to the gym, it's habits, it's choices. But nothing changes overnight. You have to work every day to learn how to do this. It's not easy. It doesn't happen overnight. But if you stick with it and are consistent, it will eventually happen. You'll see the success. You'll see the changes in your body and you'll see mindset changes. And part of how we do this, part of how we actually get that mindset to flip is we kind of flip our scripts inside, our internal scripts. Now, um... One of the easiest ways to start flipping that script is just to replace a couple words with other words. Um, One of the big ones we see a lot is the word try. We need to have a little bit more of an intention than try, because when we use the word try, we're kind of building in and out for ourselves. We give ourselves kind of an excuse to not do it. It's not as powerful. And we need to be powerful and firm in our language if we want lasting change. Because if we want this change, we need to make sure that we actually believe in our hearts and in our minds 
what we want. Um, and we do that through language, the language that we use with ourselves. So when we're setting our mindsets, especially for the weekend or something that's always thrown us off in the tr- um, off track in the past, the best thing we can do is to stop trying and start doing. So start swapping that word try with the word will. And I'll give you an example. Um, I will build meals using the foods on the Inspire Diet food plan or... I will take the dogs on a walk Saturday morning before it gets too hot outside. And that, again, I said will, not try. And that gives me power to stick with my plans. It's empowering when you say it like that instead of saying try. Try it. Um, Or actually just do it. But another one to flip, um, another script to flip is the one that we use when we have a choice. For example, on Saturday nights, if you're out at a restaurant with your friends for a meal... This is something that we've all kind of encountered, that internal struggle that we all have with our minds where we we know what we should order and what we want to order. And I wish I could say that surgery makes this the situation go away, that makes those cravings go away. It just doesn't. It might pause them for a little while, but once we're kind of back in our normal routines and out with friends, old habits will come out of the woodwork. So the words that you say with yourself, that internal strict script will matter a lot to both your mindset and to your success, just with every other instance in your life while you're doing this. So instead of saying to yourself, while you're looking at the menu, I can't have the fried chicken with biscuits because I'm not on a diet. Say to yourself, I'm going to choose the chicken salad. Now doing it that way, the first time when you say I can't have, you're already shutting it down to what you can't have. You've already created your restaurant experience in a negative situation. So starting out your, while you're looking at the menu, if you start it by saying what you're going to choose, you're giving yourself power to stick to your plan, but also making it a a little bit more of a power up positive instance. And that's important too. Um, You know, it's not easy. Doing this is not easy. It doesn't come second nature. You really, really have to think about this. And the reason I'm bringing it up is that um, I've witnessed this with my friends, with my family who've had weight loss surgery, even with myself and my surgeries. Um, You know, I I help hundreds of thousands of post-ops in our support groups uh, over the past couple of years. We just think differently about meals in restaurants and um, really any food situation. But once we make that choice that deviates from our bariatric plans, we kind of tend to stay off plan for a couple days. It's not just a cheap meal for us or just one meal. It turns into a day or just plain a couple days, just getting off track. And um, regain and failure to reach your goal absolutely start when we start telling ourselves just this once just this once. We've all said that. Just this once I'm going to have this. So understand that over time, you'll get used to thinking this way if you practice, practice, practice. I know it sounds silly. And a lot of you might think that I'm a nut right now for even, you know, broaching the subject. But you have to start realizing that you can't rely on motivation or anyone other than yourself if you want to reach your goals after weight loss surgery. And while it sucks to want one meal and to order another one, you have to ask yourself what that bad, that, you know, meal that you know you don't need will do for you in the long run. Will it serve your ultimate goals? Will it help you fit in with your friends who likely don't care what you're eating in the first place and won't even notice if you got a salad or a sandwich? When you think back to a happy night out that you may have had with your friends years ago before you even thought about surgery? Do you recall what your friends ate? Or do you think more about what the laughter was, what the conversation? 
That's what I mean. They're not paying attention to what you're eating. So don't pick things just because you think it'll help you fit in better or help you feel more like them. They don't care what you're eating. Eat what you want to eat. Eat what you know what you want to eat. Because at the end of the night, the purpose of going out with your friends wasn't to eat that food. It was to spend time with your friends. The eating was just secondary and it was just an activity. So why hold, throw all your hard work? And not only on the eating and actual exercise that you did during the week, but that mental work that you did all week to stay on track. That mental work is way harder than picking good food, I think. At least it has been to me. Um, so why ignore the commitments that you made to yourself for one meal? And just like I said above, most of us who have had weight loss surgery don't think about food like the other people. We eat one bad meal and think, well, gee, I already had the fried chicken. Might as well order dessert too. And then we wake up Sunday and decide to go out for donuts on the way to church because last night we ate badly. So what's the point? We'll just get started on Monday. But then Monday comes and you're late for work and you forgot to pack your lunch. So you decide, okay, well, Taco Bell isn't a bad choice. I'm already off track. So I might as well just wait till tomorrow to get back on track. And then it's Wednesday before you even realize it. And you're still off track. And this is a very specific example because... I'm speaking from personal experience. I've done this before, and it sucks. And I know that other people do it too. But I want to remind you that you're not alone in this. If, if you are doing this, if you have done it, don't feel bad. Don't beat yourself up. There's no point in doing that. You can't take it back. But you do have the power to stop doing it. The more times you stick with your goals and your intentions and your choices, the more success you have. The more success you have, the more confident and happy you'll be. The more confident and happy you be, the easier it will get to make these choices. It's kind of an addicting circle to be in. And I want you to try it because it, I want you to do these things, not just try them. Um, I, I, I think you'd really enjoy it. Now, I have a little bit of tough love before I close. And I know I've already been kind of a little bit of tough and, and eye-opening, but we do see something happen when people talk about um, post-weekends or post-parties or vacations or whatever, and that's support. We see a lot of people blaming friends and family for not supporting their lifestyle. So now is an excellent time to bring up that support isn't people helping you choose the things that you want. It's people showing you that they believe you can make the choices that support your goals. You have to get the ball rolling by showing them that you aren't just talking about losing weight. Show them that your actions line up to your words. Then they'll support you and cheer you on and maybe even help you make the right choices when you reach out for a little extra push. But ultimately, this is on you. And this is another thing that we say a lot in our support groups. No one is coming to save you. It is a fact that your doctor did the surgery and made sure you didn't die on the, diet, on the table. That was his job. They went one step further by making sure that your doctor and your nutritionist, they gave you a plan to follow. But it was up to you to take that plan and to put it into action. Many of us are blessed with doctors who um, will allow for follow-up for years and decades after surgery, but it's still on you to make that call if you need help. Your doctor isn't going to come ring your doorbell when you have a regain. They aren't going to come slap a bag of Fritos out of your hands when you pick one up. It's up to you to choose what you want. You're going to have to use discipline to get this ball rolling. And I know discipline is a bit of a negative word, but it's exactly what we've been talking about, all of these podcasts that we've listened to so far that I've done. Um, choice is a nicer way to say discipline, but the fact is that success takes discipline, and discipline is a choice. You have to create some momentum in your life now if you want to change, but you need to start the process. You need to start saying no to the things that won't support your goals more often than you give in to those things. 
Once you start saying no, once you have a little bit of discipline, the cheerleaders in your life who you want to support you, they'll notice. Once you start implementing a little bit of discipline, you're going to notice too. But at the end of the day, support starts and ends with you and your actions, your choices. My other point of support, and this is another thing that comes up and I um, a lot in our Facebook groups, even with the support that they're given in the Facebook group, but um, I want you guys to really just understand that um, when people say things, when they give you advice, when they give you suggestions, take it with a grain of salt and take it to heart. When a post-op who's a few years further down the path than you are says not to do something, ask what the reasoning is. Ask if they have experience with that. Don't get defensive. Don't get rude and don't get short. And the same goes for your doctor and nutritionist. When they say something specific, and even your friends and family who might be making suggestions for you, it's just advice. You don't have to take it. But don't lash out in anger or in pride or whatever at those who try to give it. Advice is a form of support, whether you want it or not. And it's up to you to take it, but it is support. I want to remind you guys too that the game does change a lot with each passing year of surgery. And this is why um, the advice from people who've had surgery before you is very valuable. That first year after surgery is a huge roller coaster of learning and changes. And the second year, your body kind of slips out of that honeymoon phase and your portions start to naturally increase. You get back to more of your old habits, your old life. And honestly, statistically, by year three, many people have either experienced a regain or a failure to reach goal three years after surgery. So if you think things are hard in the first six months, they're going to get harder. You have to use anything you can get. You have to be firm with yourself. You have to have discipline. You've got to stick with your commitment to your goals. You have to start listening to the advice of people who have had the surgery before you. Now, before we close, I also want to remind you, um, after everything that I've said, it points back that you are absolutely worth the effort it takes to be successful. If I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be here saying that. I know I've said a lot of harsh things today. I know I've said a, thing, a lot of things that might be hurtful, um, that you may not agree with, that you may not enjoy hearing. But at the end of the day, you absolutely deserve the effort it will take you to change your mind, to put some of these habits into pr- to practice and to get to goal, to be, to, to get the, the things that you want after surgery. You deserve to reach the goals you set for yourself. And I really want you to know that and to understand that. I also want to thank you so much for listening. Um, on our website, we've got a collection of bariatric recipes. Uh, we even have meal plans to help guide you if you need to. Our website can always be found at www.bariatriceating.com. And once there, you can do a keyword search for, for recipes, for specific foods. You, um, we've got lots of articles. We've even got products like protein shakes, um, vitamins. These things will help you get healthy and stay healthy before and after surgery. If you um, are there and you search for podcasts, you'll find our recent episodes. And we usually link articles and recipes that will help support that topic. So um, please come and check us out. I, I hope you do. Um, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.